Hello and uh, welcome. Welcome to Storming the Gates. This is actually season four of my Storming the Gates podcast. It's a podcast that celebrates the power of prayer. We're going to do more than just celebrate the power of prayer this year. We are also going to be praying together. We're going to be praying through the Bible. We don't want to just talk about prayer. We want to do it, you know, and I'm here to encourage you in your prayer life and to um, just kind of like give us those things that we want to pray about together. Uh, and I'm really excited about what the Lord's given me for this next season. And one of the things I'm doing, I am adding a YouTube channel to my podcast. So kind of excited about that, right? Um, and I hope you are excited too. So welcome to Storming the Gates. Welcome to Storming the Gates, a podcast that celebrates the power of prayer. You will be inspired, equipped, and find strength for every battle you face. One of the things that compelled me to come on here was um, had to do with this attack on Israel. I had visited Israel last April, and I want to tell you, I, I fell in love with the people. I mean, my heart just melted um, every time I saw those Orthodox men with their braids and their tall black hats and the little kids wearing like school uniforms and the girls in skirts running beside their strong mamas. But I also loved the Arabs and they made tasty kebabs, I'm telling you. I loved Armenian, Christian, Jewish, Muslim people in their quarters. I loved the thick walls of uh, the old city made of Jerusalem limestone. And I loved the Bedouin shepherds with scraggly sheep on steep hillsides. I mean, my heart just went out to the many sects and hidden communities all along Galilee and the surrounding hillsides. There's so many cultures living in peace with one another there in Israel, and yet each retains their individual identities. It's, it was beautiful. But that is why my heart now weeps for those souls in this country. It's a country at war. And, um, and, and I just want to share with you some of the verses that God led me to pray for the people who are suffering. It was a horrific and a brutal act of terrorism. And I, I don't know, it just makes my heart heavy. And it also makes my heart heavy because I, I just, I see those prophecies about the end of times coming to pass. And I want to take a look at a couple of those and then stick around because at the end of, of this podcast slash YouTube video, um, I want to tell you some of the new things that God is doing through my little online prayer ministry and also how you can get involved. And all this is coming up right now on Storming the Gates. So I took what was meant to be a 21-day break from podcasting and social media uh, involvement, which became 41. It was just meant to be a fast, kind of take a break and hear from God. I called it the listening fast, but I just kept listening. I kind of became addicted to listening to God versus doing things and running here, running there. And next thing you know, five months had gone by, right? The Lord, it's like he just kind of cut me away from the herd and called me away. And, you know, I really felt separated from the online flock. It was like I was watching them roam and play from a distance. And it was hard at first. But eventually I decided I'm doing fine. I like my own little corner. I like just hanging out with Jesus. And I kind of lost all desire to podcast. And I certainly lost all desire to chase algorithms on Instagram. Ugh. And I miss great friends I'd made online. But I did not miss the stress of going, 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 trying to fit everything in while I worked and have a family. And, you know, and I do have a large family. I have seven kids and soon to be 13 grandkids. So trust me, I'm not bored. 
And it really did turn into a good season of listening. And I had new opportunities. I was able to lead at our local house of prayer. I was able to head up a family outreach tent for a big event in our city this past July. My son moved to town and he and his fiance um, planned their wedding. And I got to be part of that. And then one morning I was just kind of having devotions with the Lord and something shifted. Um, all of a sudden it's like God just placed ideas and a fresh passion for returning to the online space. And he sort of refocused the lens of my brand, I guess, as they call it, and set me off on a new mission. So what does that look like? <laughs> I'll tell you a little more about that at the end. Um, but I am happy to be back. And I hope I eventually can pour some of what God said and did in my absence. But I want to start right now by taking a look at this recent attack by Hamas in Israel. And I want to do this by looking at a few key, key scriptures that have been speaking to me and praying into them. So one thing I want to start doing now is not just talking about prayer, but stopping and also praying as we look at God's word. What a novel idea, right? And let's see what that looks like. Uh, let's go to Micah 4. If you have your Bible, you can turn there. When I was at the house of prayer in Jerusalem, and I was standing at these huge windows that were overlooking the seven mountains of Israel, the entire wall that surrounds the old city. I mean, it's gorgeous. Uh, nothing that to me is as beautiful um, in my life that I've seen as Jerusalem. It's just a beautiful city on hills, just like the Bible talks about. Beautiful for situation. The joy of the whole earth, right? But in Micah 4, as I read it, I was amazed to realize I had opened up to a prophecy and right before my eyes, it was being fulfilled. And here's what it says in Micah 4 verse 1. But in the last days, it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains and it shall be exalted above the hills and people shall flow into it. And many nations shall come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us of his ways and we will walk in his paths. For the law shall go forth to Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Well, looking out from the house of prayer, as I read this, I could see there on the Mount of Olives, an unending parade of tourist bus. Each one brought people to learn more about God and his people through visiting the Holy Land. Now, clearly, chapter four is not completely fulfilled. but I could see it beginning, like they're streaming to Jerusalem to learn about God. And so I begin to use that chapter as a way to pray for Israel, declaring peace and restoration to the land. But immediately following the attacks last, or it would be Saturday, October 7th, I opened up to Micah 4 once again. Only this time I read verses 11 through 13. And I want to look at those. Now also many nations are gathered against thee that say, let her be defiled and let our eye look upon Zion, which means let's mock her. They're mocking Israel. But they know not the thoughts of the Lord, neither understand they his counsel, for he shall gather them as sheaves into the floor. And then it tells the daughter Zion to arise and thresh. So what does that mean? That means that they think they've defeated Israel, but really 
what they've done is they have pulled themselves to the threshing floor. And what is a threshing floor? A threshing floor is a place where you brought in the wheat harvest and then it was ran over and then it was beaten, crushed, it was thrown up and down until all the shaft or all that was useless blew away. And the, only the grains remained, only what, what could actually be used to produce food remained. That's what God is doing. He is pulling the, you know, um, the people onto the threshing floor and he's going to run it over. And only what is good is going to last. It is a warning and a blessing at the same time. It's something that we need to pray into. So, Lord, we just pray for your threshing floor where you are drawing nations, where you are drawing people. And, Lord, I pray that as um, people are end up being beaten, being crushed, being thrown, Lord, that you will pull out what is good and remove what is bad, and that what will remain will be a great blessing, and that evil will be defeated there on that threshing floor that evil will be will depart and only good will remain. And then let's take a look at a couple of verses in Zechariah. First one, Zechariah 2, verse 5, it says, For I, saith the Lord, will be under her a wall of fire round about and will be the glory in the midst of her. O Lord, be the fire round about Jerusalem. And, you know, this is how I pray when I read the Bible. It talks about meditating on the word, just stopping, thinking about it. I just had a granddaughter born. Her name's Selah. Selah means stop and think. Think about this. Lord, be a wall of fire round about your people. And that's not just Jerusalem. It's all of Israel. But it's also Palestinians, people that the innocent caught up in this terrible time. But Lord, be a wall of fire around your people. and Be your glory in the midst of them. Sounds like Zechariah 8, verses 7 through 8. It says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts. He says this. Behold, I will save my people from the east country. Those are the captives. And from the west country. From those that are taken captive with ideologies, right? And I will bring them. And they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. And they shall be my people. And I will be their God in truth and righteousness. So, Lord, we pray for a wall of fire. And we pray for the captives to come out of the east country and the captives in the west country. Whether it's mind control, whether it's physical control, come, grab them, bring them. And let us dwell with you, Lord. You are the fire in the midst of Jerusalem. You are the fire in the midst of all of us. Be our God in truth and in righteousness. Oh, don't we need truth in these days? Sometimes it's so hard. Truth needs to come to that threshing floor and all of the falsehoods be beaten and cast away. So the truth is obvious in these days. And now this one is for you because I've had a hard time getting past these chapters. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, where we talk about the signs of the end times which we're seeing fulfilled right now. And the key word here for me was watch. It says, they shall fall by the edge of the sword. They shall be led away captive. We just saw this. This took place, right? Into all nations and Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. Also, this is what's taking place. Okay, I went to the Temple Mount and I saw this with my own eyes. It's trodden down of the Gentiles unbelievers. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up 
and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. That's from verses 24 and 28 in Matthew 24. So how many times have I read these verses and I didn't imagine, I couldn't imagine what it looked like when it says they'll be taken away captive. We picture them like kind of take your arm and walk away. No, it's horrible, gut-wrenching, dreadful. And that's why he says when it happens, don't freak out. Lift up your head. May these events give us greater confidence because we see that God's word is being fulfilled. He is doing what he said. His word will come to pass. And finally, we have to go to Mark 13 because this is our mandate in these perilous times. It says, watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh at even or at midnight or at the cock crowing or in the morning lest suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to all, watch. That's from verses 35 through 37 of Mark 13. No one expected this recent attack. There's a video and there's young people partying. I don't know what they're doing at six in the morning, up dancing, having a good time. And they're not aware that just beyond them, You can see parachutes in the distance with armed terrorists, and they're about to descend. Most of what we see in the chapters of the Bible, telling the end of times, has not been fulfilled. But I'm telling you, we have a picture right now of what it's going to look like, you know. And Luke 21 says, when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. So this is what we're hearing, right? We're hearing about wars. We're hearing about commotions, rumors of wars. So it says, don't be terrified. It's easy to be terrified, but he tells us to look at him, right? Um, When you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know its desolation is near. So right now we're not seeing that sign, but it could happen. So that is why we're to be watchful. And then it says, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. So right now we're seeing these things begin to happen. And I think these things have begun to happen. And that's why we'd be very wise to follow the mandate from Mark 13, 37. What I say to you, I say to all, watch, watch. That means to be sober-minded standing guard around our homes, family, and community in prayer. I've been so like affected by what happened. Um, It has just haunted me. It's haunted me. And yet other people are just like living their lives. You know, they see it as something far away. There's nothing to do with them, but it does have to do with all of us because we need to be aware of what the Bible says. So we'll be emotionally and spiritually ready in the days ahead. Do not grow lax. Don't fall asleep. Don't give up on God. He's going to come. And when he does, it will be sudden, just like those parachutes from the sky. Well, let's pray. And then I'm going to share a little bit about um, what to expect this season on Storming the Gates. Lord, you told us to watch. Told us to watch and pray. And that's what we're doing. We're going to watch. We're going to watch the news. We're going to watch what's happening. And we're going to get our intel from you. (laughs) From you. Hallelujah. Lord, 
we will watch and we will stand guard. Um, we will guard our hearts. We will guard our minds against falsehoods, against lies. And we will watch to see what you are saying and what you are doing. And we will be prepared. And Lord, help us to prepare others as well. All right. Well, one thing I thought would be most helpful in these times of, I don't know, uncertainty uh, is to be thankful. That is like God's remedy for uncertainty and for fear. That's how we look up. We look up. In Psalm 121 it says, to, I lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. So that's why we look up. Um, last year, I created a 31-day journal called A Harvest of Gratitude. And I did it with a small group. And they had just some awesome comments. And every day we started the day with Thanksgiving, praising God for something. And nothing can calm a soul quite like focusing on who God is or on his power or on his love for us. And I'm telling you, it's going to renew your faith. I know I felt transformed last year after just spending each day thanking God, looking at him. So I hope you'll get to join me in planting seeds of Thanksgiving and reaping the harvest of having a grateful soul. And that all begins next Monday, October 30th. And there's links in the show notes below um, where you can get more information on that. But you can find me right here where you're listening. Um for more of that. It will be daily on the podcast, maybe not on YouTube because I'm kind of new to this venue. But after that series of short daily podcasts, I'm going to um, come back in January with a weekly series. And the Lord just put on my heart to do Jeremiah. He said, my people need the book of Jeremiah at this time. Jeremiah is mirroring our culture and our world today. And when the Lord told me they need this in this time, and I, he just felt like he put on my heart to do uh, a different podcast each week. And then I looked and I saw Jeremiah is 52 chapters, a chapter for every uh, week of the year. Now, I don't think I'm going to go through word by word the whole book of Jeremiah, but I am going to pull key scriptures and I'm going to have resources so that you on your own um, can each week be reading through a chapter of Jeremiah, meditating on it and praying over it. We're going to pray through the book of Jeremiah. Okay, uh, more on that coming soon. But in the meantime, may God give his angels charge over all of us to keep us in all our ways. May he surround you with his fire. May he surround your family with his fire. May your heart be moved and may you stand watch. God bless you. All right, let me know what your thoughts are. Give me some comments, throw some comments my way. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, what you have to say about this, what your thoughts are about what happened in Israel, what verses God is giving you, what is God saying to you about these times? And let me know if you are in on um, 31 days of gratitude and reaping a harvest of gratitude with me. Okay, it's been great being here. I look forward to seeing and hearing more of you. God bless. Thank you once again for listening to Storming the Gate. Check the show notes for links to items mentioned in today's show. We'll see you here again for the next episode of Storming the Gates, a podcast that celebrates the power of prayer.